Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everyone out there who's listened to the show. I want to say hello to all the new listeners out there. I know I have some because you let me know, so I really appreciate it. Thank you guys. Help everybody here to spread the word about Rock Strikes 10 and leave the reviews on iTunes. Like I said on the last show, that's all I want for Christmas, so please help me out with that. But until then, welcome, kick the snow off your shoes, and join me. This is part two of the two days of Christmas here on Rock Strikes 10, and I think I have a stellar list of stuff here to play for you here tonight. It's just like opening a present, and you're going to get ten nice little gifts here on the show. Let's kick it off properly. Man, this song, it's, you know, it's from 1977, but it still sounds so fresh. This is one of the best rock and roll Christmas songs of all time. And it it speaks for itself. I mean, it's been covered probably about a dozen times since its release. And, you know, as good as some of those covers are, nothing can really top the original for me. So I figured, you know, let's just play the original. Whether you think this is an obvious choice or not, or whether you're hearing it for the first time, I don't think this song ever gets old. So here are Hall of Famers, at least in my book, Hall of Famers, The Kinks, with Father Christmas. Here you go. Kids on the street 
yourself a good time But remember the kids who got nothing While you're drinking down your wine Davies with Father Christmas. You can find that song on two different records, actually. First one is on the reissue of the 1978 album they did called Misfits, and the other one is a compilation of their Arista years from the 70s and up to the mid-80s called Come Dancing with the Kinks. Both are very good releases, and, you know, the, the Kinks stuff from the 70s and 80s is really underrated in my book. I mean, yeah, of course, they were awesome in the 60s. That goes without saying, but, you know, definitely go check a lot of that stuff out if you haven't heard their 70s and 80s stuff because I think there's a lot of good stuff. There's some good gems in there for sure. And this next song has no trouble getting heard. It's on one of the all-time greatest albums for sure. I'm going to play you a song by The Who. You're like, wait a second, I can't remember a Who Christmas song. Well, there's a song on the rock opera Tommy called Christmas. So that's what I'm going to play for you here next. Yes, the Kinks and the Who run a roll here, so let's just keep the music going. This is the Who with Christmas. Did you ever see the faces of the children? They get so excited. Curiosity 
Christmas. You can find that on the album that's about everybody's favorite deaf, dumb, and blind kid. That was from Tommy. Maybe, hopefully, you'll get the deluxe edition of Tommy for Christmas. That's a great gift for any rock fan, for sure. Alright, so keep jotting these down. So if you don't get them this year, you get them next year for Christmas. (laughs) So, alright, moving on. Uh, We're going to get away from the British Invasion. Going to get a little Swedish and a little bit New York City at the same time. This is a song that's actually been around for the last three years, but it's just been kind of uh, out there in the abyss of all the music that's out there. Just uh, kind of getting lost in the shuffle. I think the good people of Sweden are the only ones that have really paid attention to this song since its release. So uh, maybe it's going to be a uh, United States uh, exclusive here <laughs> on Rock Strikes 10. Gonna play you a duet by The Hives with Cindy Lauper. This is a song, this is a really crazy song. I, I like it a lot. I think it's really cool. It's got a ton of attitude. And of course it's funny because you know you gotta you gotta have some counteraction to all the schmaltzy Christmas music out there. Uh this is definitely not one you're gonna hear in the stores this time of year. So you're gonna hear it here, right here on Rock Strikes Ten. 
Here is the Hives and Cindy Lauper with A Christmas Duel. It'll cover the fear 
with the great Cindy Lauper doing a Christmas Jewel. And the easiest way to get that song is to download it off of iTunes because that's really the only place you can find it. I couldn't find a physical copy of it at all. So every now and then, got to do the download thing. So happy to do it for that song. It's, it's a new Christmas classic for sure. I hope you enjoyed that one. Nice and loud and abrasive there for you. And we're going to stick to that mode here on the next song. Everybody knows this next song. It's one of those novelty Christmas songs. I'm going to play you a cover version of it here. But before I tell you what it is, I'm going to tell you where it's from. I got this from a compilation and I purchased this year. And I'm glad I waited because they added an extra EP second disc to it. Uh, this is from a compilation called We Wish You a Metal Christmas and a Headbanging New Year. This is another release from the production team fronted by Bob Kulik, who is Bruce Kulik's brother. Bruce Kulik was in KISS, and Bob Kulik actually was supposed to be the original guitarist in KISS before Ace Fraley came along and got that job just right right out from under him. So wasn't meant to be for Bob, but Bob's done well for himself. He's uh, got a lot of these compilations out. He does a ton of tribute album productions and... He's got a group of artists that he tends to work with quite a bit, pretty much on every one of these releases, but he always brings in somebody fresh every time, but this Christmas collection is is great. I love it. It's got so many great artists on there. You know, of course, especially if you're a hard rock or heavy metal fan, you're going to love it the most, but there's so many cool songs on here, I couldn't really pick out a song to play. And I only wanted to play one, you know, I don't want to, you know, milk the album too much. And hey, you know, I got more shows to do next year about Christmas. So if one of your favorites isn't on here tonight, maybe I'll play it next year. You know, I didn't even play the Alice Cooper song, which would be obvious for me. So I wanted to play this cover of this novelty song because it's so random. And you would not expect this song to be on a, especially a metal Christmas cover compilation. You expect that they're going to play around with the traditional stuff. And maybe something like Run Rudolph Run, like is what Lemmy did on the record here. But this is accompanied by Bob Kulik and David Lee Ross' original rhythm section in a solo band. Billy Sheenan, Greg Bissonette. Yeah, Bob Kulik on rhythm guitar, Tracy Guns from LA Guns on lead guitar, and Stephen Piercy from Rat singing Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Here you go. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from my house 
drinking too much eggnog And we begged her not to go But she forgot her medication So she stumbled out the door into the snow When they found her Christmas morning At the scene of the attack There were her prints on her forehead Incriminating claws marks on her back Grandma got ran over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe Now we're all so proud of Grandpa He's been taking this so well Beer and playing cards with Cousin Mel It's not Christmas without Grandma All the family's dressed in black And we just can't help but wonder Should we open up for gifts or send them back? Send them back! <laughs> Grandma got ran over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve
right. That was Stephen Piercy, Tracy Guns, Bob Kulik, Billy Sheehan, and Greg Bissonette doing Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, the Elmo and Patsy modern classic. You can find that particular version on the compilation We Wish You a Metal Christmas and a Headbanging New Year. So go check that one out. Like I said, it got reissued just this year with four extra tracks. So go check it out because they got new stuff on there if you already have it. Uh, they've they added Girls School, which is great. That's awesome. And Doro Pesh and Lips from Anvil. And uh, I forget the other one. It's uh, one of those uh, kind of newer guys. That, it's really horrible. But three out of four ain't bad, right? All right, and the next three songs I'm going to play for you here are all British Christmas rock classics now. I'm going to start you off here with Wizard, led by the great Roy Wood. Roy Wood and Wizard is a phenomenal act, very underrated, not very well known here in the States especially, but do yourself a favor, go check out anything Roy Wood. Roy Wood was in The Move with Jeff Lynne, and then he went on to form ELO with Jeff Lynne, and then started Wizard uh, right after ELO. And you know, just anything he does is great. He's got a great sense of rock and roll and a great pop sensibility for sure. Uh, definitely well expressed on this particular song. This, was, uh, this, was, this song was a big deal in the UK. It was top five. I believe it was number four. Uh, and it still survives today. And... Hopefully with a little bit more, you know, people like myself, and I know there's a lot of people out there that, you know, have blogs and podcasts and stuff like that, start playing this song and let's get it out there. Let's let's make it big in the States finally like it deserves to. So here you go. This is Roy Wood and Wizard with I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day, Don't We All.
That was Roy Wood and Wizard with I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day. You can find that song on a lot of different things. Uh, as far It was a single-only release when it came out and still is. So when you do an internet search for it, make sure you add an extra Z to Wizard. So it's Wizard spelled with two Zs. Go look them up. Really cool act. And that song was, like I said, released in the UK in the early 70s, 1973 to be exact, and it stopped at number four, and it was beaten by the song I'm going to play for you next. Now, before I play this song, uh, if if you don't live in the UK, I don't live in the UK, but I'm I'm pretty fascinated with this, this time of year especially, the Christmas number one in the United Kingdom. This has been going on since 1952, uh, basically since the Enemy, their uh, the New Musical Express magazine, since their UK singles chart has been in existence. It is just just taken as is that the song that is number one during the week of Christmas in England is automatically the number one song of the year because they figured that it's selling the most copies. So, therefore, it must be the best song of the year. So, it's it's an interesting concept, and, uh, you know, you can look up the lineage of all the songs online for sure. You know, it starts off very traditional, and then, you know, of course, the Beatles show up and change the game, and then a couple of novelty records hit number one, and it, literally the year before this song, in 1972, Jimmy Osmond had the number one hit of the year, and then the next year, it's like, the hard rockers and the glam rockers took over. Like I said, you had Roy Wood and Wizard there, just sl- just slightly missing the number one spot, and they were beaten by Slade. Yes, the almighty Slade with just the classic hard rock Christmas song, Merry Christmas, everybody. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about this number one thing in the UK, but for now, here is Slade with Merry Christmas, everybody.
was Slade, led by the manic and super loud Naughty Holder, with Merry Christmas, everybody. They they did not do anything half-assed. They put so much into that song, you can tell. And when it was released, the people definitely responded. I, I was just looking that song up again while I was playing it, and it it spent five weeks at number one in the UK, which means that it I checked and it did. People were still buying it, and it was still number one way past Christmas that year. So that just shows you how huge Slade was at the time. Love that band, and if you haven't heard a lot of Slade, you've probably heard some of the songs that uh, uh, Quiet Riot did here in the States that were Slade songs, and now you know where they got it from, because the vocal styling's very similar there. And now I'm going to play you the song that was number one in the UK the year immediately after that. 1974. This is a band called Mud. Now, Mud is not well-known at all here in the United States. I'm, I'm not picking on the United States. I mean, hell, I live here. I love America. Uh, but, you know, every now and then the, the Brits do beat us pretty well on that music taste thing. So, uh, Mud was a, a fun power-pop uh, glam rock band that had some songs, uh, and some big hits written by Chen and Chapman, the guys that wrote a lot of the big hits for the suite. Uh, Tiger Feet was their biggest song, for sure. And they had the number one song in the entire United Kingdom for Christmas number one. This is definitely a uh, a tribute to Elvis Presley. And uh, you'll definitely hear it in the song here. So this is a little bit different than the Slade song. Or a lot, little bit. It's a lot different than the Slade song. So here you go. This is Mud with Lonely This Christmas. Here you go. Lonely echo, it'll 
You remember last year when you and I were here? We never thought there'd be an end. And I remember looking at you then. And I remember thinking that Christmas must have been made for us. Because, darling, this is the time of year that you really, you really need love. When it means so very, very much. So it'll be lonely this Christmas Without you at all It'll be so very lonely Lonely and cold It'll be lonely this Christmas Without you at all That was Mud with Lonely This Christmas, and you can find that song pretty much on any best of Mud there is, whether it's domestic, import, or otherwise. So uh, definitely, if you're a fan of uh, the earlier era of the suite, I highly recommend Mud. Nice, fun, power pop, glam music for sure. Some of my favorite music is glam, power pop, and hard rock from the 70s especially, so for me, you can't go wrong. And like I said, that was UK's number one song, 1974. A couple of quick things before I move on about the whole uh, British number one phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Okay, sorry. Every time I say phenomenon, got to go back to the Muppets. So in, in 1975, the year after the Mud song, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen was the number one song. And... I just found out that is the only song in the history of the British number one thing that has been number one twice in different years. Not consecutive years, but Bohemian Rhapsody, number one in 1975, and when they re-released the single in 1991, it was number one again that year. So it's the only song to do that. So there's a fun piece of trivia for you. And some of you, some of you other people out there might know this fun fact, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. The the interesting thing that's been going on in Britain the last few years is that, you know, Simon Cowell, who uh, has as much to do with ruining the music industry as, you know, like, you know, separatists and, and hipster bullshit people like Pitchfork and those kind of people. To me, Simon Cowell and Pitchfork are the same exact thing. But, you know, he's got these shows like American Idol and X Factor, and X Factor is like the thing in Britain. And ever since, it's pretty much like the mid-2000s. I think 2005, they just were owning the number one single in Britain every year at Christmas. And so some people that lived there got kind of sick of it. So they started this big online campaign in 2009 and said, we got to kill Simon Cowell off of this thing. Let's make it happen. So somebody had the brilliant idea of choosing Rage Against the Machines, Killing in the Name. and basically just start the movement of hey once that week starts everybody go buy the single or download it so it could be number one and they actually pulled it off so in 2009 
the Simon Cowell streak was broken by Rage Against the Machines Killing in the Name. Basically, a 15-year-old song beat out everything that year. I think that's beautiful. I love when that kind of stuff happens. I know they tried to do it again last year, but they didn't pull it off, apparently. But let's try again this year, guys. Come on, let, let's make it interesting. I mean, you got to get as creative or better than the Rage Against the Machine movement. So, all right. Now we're coming back to the States here, even though this band actually was big in England first before they were here. I'm going to play you a song uh, by a band that I played on the second episode, Twisted Sister. Yes, uh, you hard rock and or metal fans probably know by now, Twisted Sister put out a Christmas album. God, that was back uh, in 07, I think. 2007? 2006? Something like that. I'm just trying to remember where I was at the time. That's how I remember the years. But there was a, a Twisted Christmas came out, and I remember reading interviews with the band members before the album came out, and every single one of them said the exact same thing, is that they're doing this to kill their career off because they basically don't want to get roped into the whole, hey, we're back together, so we'll have to like tour more and make a new album and you know they're pretty set in their ways you know they didn't want to work anymore and you know they don't if they don't have to then they're good for them so they're like we're putting this album out to kill our career off and the exact opposite thing happened it brought them back they started to get more bookings more shows and now they even do an annual christmas show in new york city i gotta get out to one of those one year that would be amazing i would love nothing more than that but i i you know it, Every song on this Christmas album is super fun. They, of course, take original slash traditional Christmas songs, Christmas classics, and they play them Twisted Sister style. And they also add a bunch of styles from other iconic bands like ACDC and Black Sabbath. So all those bands are very well represented in style on a Twisted Christmas. So I was like, oh, what to play? If, you, if you've heard anything from this album, you've heard Oh Come All Ye Faithful, where they play it just like we're not going to take it. So I figured uh, I don't have this particular song on either of these two days of Christmas shows. So I'm just going to play this one. This is, uh, <laughs> hopefully you can hang in there with the whole thing. It's it's rather long, but I do enjoy it. This is Heavy Metal Christmas, a.k.a. The Twelve Days of Christmas.
one of my personal favorite bands of all time. That was the almighty Twisted Sister with Heavy Metal Christmas. Hope you enjoyed that out there. Uh, there's actually a music video for that out there, too, if you look that up on YouTube. It's just them playing in the studio live, so that's a lot of fun. You can post it on everybody's wall this Christmas and have a lot of fun with it. And, of course, the Oh Come All You Faithful video is pretty funny, too. They just kind of redid the We're Not Gonna Take It video with a married couple instead. <laughs> so, all right, keeping with The Rock. Uh, another band that I have played on the show before, on the uh, Modern Love episode. I'm going to play you yet another one of my all-time favorite bands. This is the Donnas. And you know this song. You know the Waitresses, Christmas Rapping. And uh, the Donnas put out their own version a couple of years ago. They it, it hasn't been released on anything yet. It's always just been out there online. You can listen to it on YouTube. They always post it on their site every year. But haven't made it available for purchase anywhere that I've been able to find. And trust me, I looked long and hard. I want to thank my good friend Jasper for sending this one to me at the zero hour. Jasper, thank you so very much. Hope you have a Merry Christmas, my friend. You know, that's, you know, the the older I get, the more I realize, yeah, I mean, of course, I love presents. Everybody loves presents. Who doesn't love presents? But, you know, getting together with your friends and your loved ones, of course, uh, you know, family, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever, whatever you may have out there. Uh, that's really what it's all about. So, all right, see, there you go. I, I, It's like I'm sitting by the fire in a turtleneck sweater. Let's just get to the rock and roll, man. This is the Donnas. This is Christmas wrapping. Turn it up loud. Here you go.
Donna's with Christmas Wrapping, a cover of the Waitress's Now Classic. I'm starting to hear that so much more in ads and movies, so it's it's definitely become a traditional holiday song at this point, even though you know it was just for the new wave kids and the punk rock kids when it first came out. But hey, you know, it's 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 bound to happen eventually. We all grow up, and some of them become ad agency people, so of course they're gonna put those things in there. And, you know, there's something to be said for tradition. One of, one of my favorite Christmas traditions, you know, as far as media goes, you know, pop culture, is uh, the Darlene Love song, Christmas, Baby Please Come Home. I, I love the fact that, you know, it's a very heralded song. I mean, you can go, not just, of course, Darlene's classic iconic original version go look up the list of people who have covered that song i mean it's a who's who you know everybody from bon jovi to Cher to rem to death cap for cutie ravenettes i i i'm forgetting oh you too logan would kill me if i didn't mention that that you too have covered it and here's another one this this is of course besides the original this is my favorite we'll just say my favorite cover version of christmas baby please come home 
this one's a beast. It's it's so good, and it's it's. I think it's the last thing that he ever recorded, if I'm not mistaken. This is a version by Joey Ramone. And I got this on a charity single that was put out, uh, you know, for cancer research, you know, in light of Joey's unfortunate and untimely passing. So he decides to tackle this. Of course, you know, Joey Ramone, big Phil Spector songbook fan. The song was written by Phil Spector and his team. Uh, it was originally written for the Ronettes, of course, Ronnie Spector. But Phil said that she wasn't doing, she just wasn't getting that emotion across. So for for better or worse, I mean, hell, you can't argue with Darlene Love's take on it. I mean, it's like I said, it's it's one of the best. It, it might be the top five Christmas songs ever, traditional, modern, or otherwise. So Joey's take on this, he kind of uh, writes the wrong, if you will. Uh, you're gonna hear Ronnie Spector in there on the vocals, uh, singing there in the background along with Joey. And uh, most of the band on here is uh, Degeneration. So, hell, you can't go wrong there. I mean, you got Joey Ramone, Darlene Love, Degeneration, a cavalcade of other backup singers, and a nice horn section rocking out to a Christmas classic. There's not much else to say. This is the last song of the night and the last song of Rock Strikes 10 Before Christmas. This is Joey Ramone and Friends with Christmas Baby, please come home.
that is not the winter weather out there. That is the emotional chill of that last song. That was Joey Ramone with Christmas, Baby Please Come Home. And I was uh, talking about tradition earlier. I kind of got off course. But the the other thing that I really love about that song is that uh, Darlene Love, the original singer, has performed that song every year on the David Letterman show ever since he was on NBC and, of course, now on CBS. Since 1986, she has done it every year. I've seen most of those. I've missed a few, but uh, to be honest. But I love the fact that it's going to happen every year and is still going on. The the last original show of the year, it, she's always the musical guest and she always does that song. I, I hope I haven't missed it this year, so I guess uh, thanks to the the great internet. I will not miss it this year. But, you know, it's always a thing to see it live. I I, I like seeing stuff first run. I, I still prefer watching regular television as opposed to the computer. I don't think I'm ever going to grow out of that. But anyway, I, I really hope you liked that song if you never heard it before. And I, I hope you enjoyed everything that I've played here tonight. That That's why I do this show, is to get the word out there on some great music that a lot of places don't have time for. And that's it. I, I really hope that every one of you, I'm just going to do the big, uh, everybody out there, have a very happy and safe holiday. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Watch out for the idiot drivers and the drunk drivers and just the people on their cell phones. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's all out there. I ranted about that on the last show. You know, make sure you get something nice for the people in your lives, uh, unless you don't exchange gifts. Uh, but just let them know that you appreciate them. So, you know, I, I almost forgot in, in all of this uh, holiday activity. <laughs> Got to take care of the business, right? Go to cnjradio.com. There you'll find the blog. Uh, all the links I would like you to go check out. Uh, like Burst School Metal Death. Like the Synaptic. And like the Bull Pit. Uh, so many other things. If I'm forgetting something, just go check it out on the cnjradio.com. Rock Strikes 10 page. So much going on in the world of CNJ Radio. Got some stuff to announce in the future, in the not-so-distant future, so stay tuned for that. And, like I said on the last one, the next two episodes, uh, since uh, I just finished the two days of Christmas, coming up we've got two more big specials for the end of the year. And I'd like you to send in your thoughts about this next show, especially we're going to concentrate on the people that left us this year, the singers and the musicians that have passed on. If you have something you want to share on the show, send me an email through cnjradio.com. Find me on the Facebook. You can do it there, too. The link is on the Rock Strikes 10 page. Uh, you know, I'd like, you know if, if you have a really good one, I will use yours as the focus on that particular person. And, you know, if you have a request... Let me know what would you like to represent that particular artist uh, on this show. I, I want to make it a very special one, and I'm going to do this one every year now for sure. And of course, the one after that, going to do my top ten records of the year. I'm sure you knew that one was coming anyway before I announced it. Top ten records of the year. Send in your favorite records and your favorite singles of the year, or just favorite bands, favorite new artists, whatever this year was for you. Let me know what it is, and I'll read them all on the show. I'm going to start actually reading the mail on the show. I think that would be a nice thing to do 
I want to do it. I just always forget to do it, honestly. <laughs> Once I'm in the midst of the show, I'm just kind of in that zone. So, once again, uh, regardless of whether you celebrate Christmas or anything else, or if you don't at all, uh, we're all in the same. We're all in this together. We're all in this world. And uh, I appreciate all of you. So, I think it's safe to say, happy holidays, everybody. And I'll see you next time. Bye.